episode of Culture Hang with me, Hannah. And me, Holly. Where we talk about popular culture from this week and any time you can imagine, basically. Human history. Yeah, we love it. Um, <laughs> we have various forms of social media, that some of which will be linked below with the yeah. main ones. And we also have a Patreon. Holly, tell us a bit about the Patreon. On the Patreon for some spare change, yeah. any change, um, we have Bad Book Club where we read what's considered trashy, often free literature on our Kindles ebooks. And we want you to join along with us because at the end of the month we have a discussion about the book. Yeah. Um, this month's book is very fun. I'm very excited for this month's book. Yeah. Um, and then we also do Celebrity Corner, where we talk about random celebrities that aren't don't have enough stuff going on for the main episode, but we still we still remember them. Yeah, we still go we're stuck oh stuck on them. There's just not enough content for one episode. No, so and we talk about celebrity couples on there. And this month was Leah Michelle. Yeah. Um, and her bad yeah. bad habits. So yeah. if you want to listen to that. Everything will be linked in the description. Yeah. Okay, so we do always start with popular culture we've been seeing this week. So Holly, what have you seen this week? What's caught your eye? A lot of Kim Ye stuff, unfortunately. Yes. Mm. Um, so if you don't like them, sorry. I don't know, skip, skip this bit because... <laughs> but it's, I'd say it's, it's worth a getting. listen because it's so wild yeah. in some respects. And so boring. Kim. Yeah. Oh, it's just too much. So we'll start with whatever Yee's been up to. Him and Julia Fox, they came out in a double denim. Um, she was in a cone bra, but not Madonna situation. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he's also been doing her makeup. Did you see the videos? Didn't see the video. I just read that he was doing her makeup. Yeah, I saw a video and I saw her makeup. Okay. Um, the makeup is, to try and describe it for everyone, um, <laughs> it looks like black eyeshadow has literally just been dragged across someone's eyelid. And that's because that's what's happened. He has literally just put his thumb in some black eyeshadow. Was it the look for that across. red carpet where she's got it's the... It's every look that she's doing right oh, now. Oh, wow. He's styling Jeez. everything. Um, it's not bad. I, I mean, it's something. Yeah. Um, she, it's a weird relationship because she publicly has talked a lot about how much she loves the Kardashians. Yeah. I don't know. I think, is that not a little bit uncomfortable? And also, I think I saw an interview with her recently where she was like, I think people have maybe been criticizing her for dating Kanye West or like dating him for his money. And she was like, listen, everyone I've dated is a billionaire. <laughs> so respect her. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was millionaire. Probably millionaire. Billionaire. Billionaire. Let's stick with billionaire for the story. Anyway, go on. But then speaking of billionaires, um, another little segue. Uh, Kim K and Pete Davidson were seen having dinner with Jeff Bezos at oh. his, I don't know, lair? I don't know. I imagine <laughs> lair. Yeah, I imagine. His private it's... island? <laughs> like, oh. I don't think it was a private island. It's but... probably like a spaceship. They probably got in a spaceship. <laughs> like, a, like a Star Wars in the Death Star. Like Kim makes sense. Like I feel like her and um, Jeff. Jeff could talk business. And then I just feel like Pete sat there, like, be like the a kids' meal. He would be a kid. He would be like the kite. goofy kid. Like, I can't see him <laughs> saying Giggling. much in that conversation. Yeah. What's he contributing? Because he's—I don't think he's got businesses. Maybe he does. Secret business. Secret business. <gasps> maybe they're creating a secret business. For... Or maybe he's like a shell corporate. They just keep oh. using his name to sign all the papers off on these dodgy businesses. That's completely made up. I don't. don't yeah, don't, don't <laughs> quote us on that. That's not true <laughs> don't at come all. For me. Have you seen the stuff about um, Kanye West's rant about North having TikTok? No. <laughs> so uh, you might know. I think we've addressed it before. North and her mum have a TikTok. Out of all the ways the Kardashians could have exploited their children, mm -hmm. this is probably the most innocent. Yeah. Um, lots of kids want TikTok now. I think she's eight. All the kids at school probably have a TikTok. Yeah. I think it's and probably she's the northwest. Most, yeah. Probably the most responsible thing to be like, fine, you can have TikTok, but you got to do it with your mum. Yeah. They like. <laughs> all the comments are always off the videos. Yeah. So it seems to be done in a fairly tame way. Yeah. 
Kanye, however, hates it. And I can kind of see his point of view. I think he came out this week and said on a podcast, like, no one told me it was happening. Right. And was like, I want... He told his cousin to go and speak to Kim. Don't know why. He'd be like, stop putting my daughter on TikTok and lipstick. I think there was maybe one TikTok where she's, like, dressed up for Halloween. And she's... Oh and it's such a... But also, I feel like the... That house, they have beauty brands. There's going to be shit lying about. Also, again, she's an eight-year-old. Yeah. I feel like I, when I remember being eight, obviously not good to be wearing a full face of makeup, but you see like people putting lipstick on. Mm-hmm. You want to try it a little bit. Like, yeah. We had like kids' lipsticks and kids' mm-hmm. nail polishes. If she's, and I don't know, she's probably going to have a future in some form of beauty if she wants to try it out now. Not the worst thing ever. There's worse things she could be doing. Absolutely. But he's publicly stated he doesn't want her to do it, which... I mean, fair enough to tell Kim that. I feel like, mm, you know, privately. parents probably have these disagreements. <laughs> yeah. Probably a lot now. But out of all the ways you could do it, this seems like the most responsible thing. And I don't really think he can comment too much because like, it's not like he never used North. Because no. remember the fashion show where he... Yeah, the one where North was literally screaming, what are those? While the models walked around They her. are clothes. They are clothes. And Kim was crying. And she's <laughs> proud of that. Um, yeah. Like, if you're going to use your daughter, you can't be annoyed that she's innocently using a TikTok yeah. account where she can't get access to And it's been monitored and, and stuff. And she's doing yeah. it with her mum. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, enough of that. <laughs> Enough of that, Matt. Unless, what else? Have you got anything else on Yay? As it is now. <laughs> no, I don't. That's the end of Yay for me. End um, of yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my other thing that I saw is that for some reason, I can't even remember this man's name because he's so crusty and old. <laughs> he is the band member from Blur and he's in Gorillas, which I didn't know they oh, were the crossover. Oh, yes, I know exactly. Uh, Damon Albarn, is that his name? Damon? Yeah. Yeah. Damon, maybe. Damon, maybe. <laughs> um, in an interview, he decides out literally nowhere. Out, they were talking about songwriting, and he's like, "I respect people that write their own songs, not like that Taylor Swift or something." It wasn't Taylor Swift those who famously writes her songs. Out of all the artists in the industry, why, writes why the majority he, of her songs. Why did he bring her up? This is what I don't understand. It why no was sense. it? Like, it makes no but I feel sense. Like there's so many people that you could. Dig at in that sentence. Yeah. Anybody don't else. Write their song. Most people don't write their songs. It's not like a bad thing. <laughs> it's the industry. It's just like there is good songwriters. Yeah. Um, but Taylor Swift, famously, I would say, is known <laughs> for writing the majority of her songs. Yeah. And so he just, he just decides to have a go at her being like, she doesn't write her own songs. So, of course, the Swift army and the leader herself well, <laughs> came, would. was dragooned in yeah. and um basically was like i'm not even gonna it was just like a couple of tweets being like what's this man talking about and it ends with um don't worry i did write this tweet myself in case you were wondering which is a very classy way to end an argument and then he's had to apologize but it's like why did you bring her up no idea because it's so silly because there are so many people he could have brought up (laughs) anybody else the majority of people in the industry i don't know i think he was like oh it's kind of giving like boomer energy Mm. of like oh the kids today and that taylor swift (laughs) and like so what if people don't write their own music i get that what he's saying is that he has more respect for people he's authentic but like someone i don't know we should give credit to the writers of the music yeah that's something i think we should do but if it sounds good who cares yeah who cares? You'll make your money either way. Okay. Like, and, and you'll be making more money. Small things. Yes. Lady Gaga is really partaking in this Oscars campaign for House of Gucci. Um, because I feel like I learn more and more about <laughs> her filming. Not, And I don't need to know. I'm not searching it out. But this <laughs> week, um, apparently they had to stop filming at one point because the filmmakers feared for her safety during House of Gucci. Why? And I was like... That's wild, because yeah. why? Like, it's not like it's a crazy film. Like, I don't know. It's very tame. It was because, and spoiler alert, I guess, but I don't think this is spoiling anything. There's a scene when she's in the bath and she kind of, like goes underwater. And oh, she's yeah. like staring up out of the water. She just didn't come back up. <gasps> she was like, but not, she was saying her mindset was, 
I'm a singer. I can hold my breath for ages. Right. She was just under there. And everyone was like, get her up, get her up. <laughs> she was going like, to drown in a bathtub. Yeah, they had to stop filming because Lady Gaga almost drowned herself just because she was like, look at me. Look at, look at my lung capacity. <laughs> um, and then we also have, also, I'm going to make a prediction here. I feel like we're going to have some like news on Jake Gyllenhaal in the next few weeks. Ooh. Not good news. Oh. Uh, I feel like there is, I've seen some stuff about articles potentially being written so prediction um but then one thing to end on just because it ties in well to some stuff we talked about in the past um holly madison you may remember as being hugh hefner's like main girlfriend yeah. for a time but all around just incredible person yeah. <laughs> we have a podcast on hugh hefner it's truly disgusting but yeah. i would go listen to it yeah. if you find this interesting but she's being outspoken. I think there is a TV program coming out soon or mm. out at the minute really exposing it now, which I'm so glad is happening. Yeah. People look up to Hugh Hefner. Kind Still. of something we'll dwell on today, I think. Yeah. Um, anyway, she, in the show or whatever it was, which I do think we should watch, was saying that one of the reasons she didn't want to leave the house, because I think a lot of people question that, is because Hugh Hefner had so many pictures, non-consensual pictures, <sighs> of people, like all the girls in the house oh when God. they were drunk. Um, because if you remember from that episode, I think we said that he would take pictures of them from the night and then go and talk to them about yes, them in the morning. Yeah. Anyway, his if you had any doubt on the legitimacy of that, his widow, Crystal, um, recently spoke out about it and says that she found the images and thousands of sexually explicit oh photographs God. and she immediately ripped them up and destroyed them and said that it was for holly and countless other women and assured everyone that they are gone publicly on twitter holly th- thanked her for it um but i am intrigued to see people speaking out about hugh hefner a bit more but how disgusting but i'm glad that those women know that those pictures are gone now because constant worry probably I mean, in he, their life he died a couple of years ago as yeah, well so exactly. they were still just, just lying death. about yeah and i think that's again that's something we're going to talk about today how much stress that puts on your life that people yeah. don't realize because when these pictures get leaked or anything like that it's like oh look at this picture that's been leaked you don't think about the real life repercussions. Like these girls have probably been there. Holly Madison couldn't leave like an abusive situation, something that made her like miserable mm. and it was a traumatic experience out of fear yeah. that these pictures would be used against her. This how many other awful. girls had that? Yeah. And how many girls lived with that for the past however long, just mm. worrying that they would get out there? And like even back to the early days, um, Marilyn Monroe's picture being used on the first play yeah. audition again not consensually so anyway go check out that episode if you want to learn more on that but I do think it's a nice tie-in to today and I'm excited to see where we're going with that yeah to finally have people realize Hugh Hefner not the feminist figure you might think <laughs> like you've been told to believe yes. actually terrible human but Holly what are we doing today we're talking about Miss Pamela Anderson Miss Pamela Anderson um because next week the show Pam and Tommy yeah. is coming out. I think it might be on Disney Plus in the UK. Might is be it? Could be, but it's on Hulu in America and okay. elsewhere. We just don't have Hulu here, I don't think. No. Um, but it's out next week. And I think we're going to kind of talk about what it's about. Mm-hmm. Um, and also some disputes that have been happening surrounding the show. But also just have a look at Pamela Anderson. Who is she? Because some of the stuff I found out, so bizarre. Yeah so random so how do you want to do this do you want to talk about just random elements of pamela anderson's life yeah i think we should talk about and then the show maybe end on the show yeah i think that's a good idea okay so what do you want to know one of the things i found weird Um, like numerous appearances on reality tv (laughs) did you find this i found the my favorite one's the big brother oh the big brother one is I what didn't. So many. <laughs> I didn't know she was on Big Bro- Big Brother UK. Neither did I. Um, and I tried to find clips of it, and I was struggling. Yeah. So apparently, she was on Big Brother UK in 2011. But if anyone knows where you can access that, I would really yeah, like to see it to because. See it. Also, I feel like 2011, 2012 were the kind of iconic times. The iconic of Big Brother years. Big Brother. So yeah. absolutely. So yeah, her. <laughs> she's also on. She was on one in Bulgaria. She started on the one the indian version called big boss <laughs> season four of big boss then moved to the english version 
Bulgarian version, which she was a special guest on. Love that. And the German version. But wasn't she there to surprise David Hasselhoff? <laughs> well, that's what I thought originally, but then when I read it, I think he'd left the show. Oh. So I don't know if they'd got her to surprise him, and then he wasn't there. <laughs> but I think maybe, I think that actually maybe he was there, but it'd be much funnier if they were like, surprise, David Hasselhoff's gone. Um, but then did you see all the stuff about all the different dancing with the stars she's been on as well? Yeah, she kept going on different seasons yeah. of it, even though she was voted off like quite sure early on. cheating as well. <laughs> yeah. I do think in the, in the last one, she gets to like, like she goes out seventh. Mm. But in the first one, she goes out early on. So yeah. she's clearly made improvement. But to <laughs> yeah. some point, to some extent, she is cheating. Yeah. Um, so she was on three different versions of that. And in 2013 was on Dancing on Ice in the UK which again does anyone remember Weird. and is Dancing on Ice a universal thing as well like are there loads of different versions of that because it has probably always, it has always seemed to me the most stupid <laughs> dancing show and everyone always gets injured on it but I have no memory of Pamela Anderson doing Dancing on Ice because I feel like mm. it surely should have been bigger news yeah you would think so wouldn't you how do you view Pam in like pop culture because i feel like i view her as an icon but if you ask me for what reason i've no idea i just think the look i think it's the look baywatch baywatch absolutely um her in the red swimsuit i feel like was a lingering image that resonated throughout pop culture i feel like there was definitely versions of her on like maybe family guy on everything on all yeah Yeah. like because the kind yeah the image of like blonde hair big boobs red swimsuit running across a beach was apparently (laughs) that influential (laughs) if you think about it like the look kind of did influence a lot because i guess she was doing that look in the 90s but think about how many women then did that in the 2000s yeah it became such an iconic look of like the big boobs big blonde hair I mean, Trisha Paytas is still doing yeah. it. And that is a weird thing. When I listen to Pamela Anderson speak, I'm like... It's Trisha Paytas. That's exactly who Trisha Paytas is modeled. It's so strange after. that it's so clear Trisha Paytas modeled as <laughs> Pamela Anderson. I know. Which is strange. But also, I think I was really surprised and really sad to see how many similarities there were between Pamela Anderson and Nicole, and Nicole Smith. Yeah. Um, even from, like, childhood sexual abuse, which yeah. is awful. Like, I know constant being raped and sexually yeah. assaulted and it was horrific absolutely horrific but it seems like i was trying to see it not that your family life makes sense of it in some way but like it seemed like her family life was fine family like life, there was yeah well that was kind of what she said when she spoke about it she was like i had a lovely family but it just happened that these things happen. like i don't know but it's horrific like she has spoken about it in an article i don't think we should talk more about it no. but if you want to read more about it you certainly can um, but then it's so weird that she has such choice things to say on the Me Too movement. Yeah, I did want to bring that because it yeah. wasn't mentioned. There was a big list of uh, her activism. Uh, her activism yeah. And then it wasn't there, her, what she said about the Me because Too. to be fair, a woman seems to be constantly doing activism. Yeah. The, pe- the bit on her Wikipedia, Jesus Christ, <laughs> it's expansive. The subheadings. She's done... <laughs> Like the big bits of activism to yeah. very niche bits of activism. Activism. Okay. Pamela has done it all. Yes. She loves animal rights. Yeah. I think that's like her main cause. Yeah. I also didn't remember her being the woman in for the Peter advert, which had like all the lines drawn up on the body Neither for different I. like cuts of meat. And I but I know I can see that image, Same. but I did not think it was Pamela Anderson. But didn't there like wasn't there like backlash to that ad? Yeah. Just because people were like, it's sexualized, but at the same time, well the point did get across, I guess. Absolutely. And like I'm I think not... it was banned for sexism. And then she said in a city that is known for its exotic dancing and for being progressive and edgy, how sad that a woman would be banned for using her own body in a political protest over the suffering of cows and chickens. In some parts of the world, women are forced to cover their whole bodies in burkas. Is that next? Didn't think Canada would be so puritanical. Not great yeah, time to chuck in yeah, the burka comment. Didn't need that. Pam. <laughs> Before that, she's fine. Because to be honest, she didn't sexualize the image. Everyone no. else did. She was just yeah. naked and pretending to be meat, I guess. Which maybe, but like she didn't technically sexualize herself. No. But then, yeah, the rest of the comment, absolute trash, hate it. But this is a thing. She can be so progressive in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And then the Me Too movement comments, mm, she still thinks that Playboy was empowering to women. 
Because mm. a bit of context, like, I think she was, she worked with Playboy for probably like 25 years. Or yeah, it was a very long, long career. Yeah. And, and she was, she was on the cover more than anybody else in its history. So she's gonna love it. I get that. <laughs> yeah. But don't stick with that. But then, so mm. she says that, but she's very anti-porn. Yeah. Like, very weirdly anti-porn, but still believes that Playboy, for some reason, is feminist. Mm. And now, I'm not saying that porn isn't feminist. Well, some porn isn't. But it Most just porn seems... Isn't. Most porn isn't. Okay. <laughs> Most porn isn't feminist. And exploitative. But that's not the discussion today. No. The discussion is, I don't see how you can go from really being against porn to thinking that Playboy is, like, incredible. I don't know why you wouldn't see that the exploitation present in both mm. happens like together it's part of the same industry it's not independent of it but maybe because she felt empowered by it and she had a good experience and it was Which like is the same with a lot of women in porn like yeah. a lot of them do feel empowered by their experience yeah. but you have to recognize that the, a lot of the people in porn are not feeling empowered and being so, exploited yeah and they're being exploited yeah. and abused and harassed yeah um but some people love it, but it doesn't mean that that you should speak on behalf of the whole industry. But I think as well, because what she says, I think she's very second wave, and yeah, you wouldn't. She doesn't say she's not a feminist. No, no, but, no. And I thought she was going to be like, yeah, I'm not a feminist, but mm, bias love me. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, she's. She says she's a feminist, which a lot of people can't do. But I think third wave feminism can go too far. Very or Lana Del Rey. Very I think it so. paralyzes men. I think this hashtag Me Too movement is a bit too much for me. I'm sorry, I'll probably get killed for saying that. My mother taught me don't go into a hotel room with a stranger and if someone answers the door in a bathrobe and it's supposed to be a business meeting, maybe I should go with someone else. I think that's some things that could just common sense. But like, you, you can't blame the women for that. And you no. think someone with like such terrible experiences with sexual assault yeah. would recognise that? Like, you mm. can't... That's not the case at all. And the point is that, like these men were coming up to their room in a position of power. Mm-hmm. There was context behind that. It wasn't just that, like, if I, if someone knocked on the door now and mm-hmm. I opened it and it was a scary man, I'd shut the door. Yeah. But if he was my boss and he was like, yeah. if you don't let me in, I'm going to fire you, I, I'd probably let him in because yeah. like, that's how the world works. She also says that she thinks third wave feminism is a bore. <laughs> it's just a bore. It's a bit boring for me. Um, <laughs> I hope that she's maybe learned or reconsidered what she said here um and i do appreciate that when she said i'm probably going to be killed for this the interviewer was like yeah you probably are (laughs) (laughs) but it's such a strange i really don't none of it sort of correlates i do find that a lot with her um career and also kind of want to address the one of her forms of activism the bizarre relationship between her and Julian Assange. <laughs> this is my favorite, one of my favorite thing. things that I read. I remember this kind of unfolding <laughs> when it happened. I don't I remember like, this at all. See, I have a vivid memory of this because I just remember any time anyone spoke about it, they were like, so yeah, Pamela Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> so, Holly, who is Julian Assange? Just briefly. Julian Assange, for those who might be young to not remember it, He's the man who created a website called WikiLeaks. Yeah. Uh, he maybe just created it, but he wasn't like the only person no, was, like, utilizing some, it. Like, some, I yeah, there was three of them, but I think there was like three head people involved yeah. or something like that. And for a very long time, it was the only way that um, big corruption by the West mm. in particular was being um, shared with the public. It's how we found out that Facebook was stealing all our data and sharing it and so trying theory, to bring down democracy. So in practice so he then became a very hated man who um was hunted from country to country he was hiding in all of these um embassies he was hiding was it the equatorian embassy in london and then they turned his wi-fi off at one point so he couldn't access but now he's been arrested he has been has he been extradited back to america so who knows what the americans are doing to this man because it's a very um, difficult situation because they clearly hate what he was doing was useful but the Americans are clearly going to hate him. Like, yeah. as in the government, clearly will hate him for what he did. Because it called him a traitor, really that he revealed state secrets. Yeah. yeah um, it's kind of like, think about it in Dramageddon terms. Like, think about <laughs> That's America the level we're on. is James Charles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and you so who's Julian Assange? Tatty Westbrook. Yes. <laughs> and then Shane Dawson is like Pamela Anderson or something. <laughs> That's how bizarre it was. Like it was. But there's also then these like like there it. I don't know. He the reason he's been extradited is because there was some sort of sexual assault charge. Oh yeah. So that's how. And then some people were like, "Okay, well, you've got to believe people when yeah. they say they've been sexually assaulted." But then other people were like, "Is it a ploy from the government yeah. to be like, well, this we is how we get back?" In. So he's yeah. so it's it's a difficult one. I understand that. I don't know enough about it to really comment. But that's one of the things that Pamela Anderson really speaks out against, where she's like, "It's just the government. They're just saying that." Uh. Um, but bizarre. It's so strange that she... I mean, she uses her voice in, like, an activism term more than any other celebrity, yeah. I think, from that era. Yeah. And I'd never put two and two together. I never... But it makes sense that she kind of... I think she really liked Jane Fonda. And so... Well, this is what I think the show is trying to get across, right. that she saw Jane Fonda's, like, twist in her career when she turned Barbarella and then she was yeah. a sex symbol but then she did she became Hanoi Jane and everyone hated her for going against the Vietnam War so I think that's who she's like follow okay, but it I makes sense <laughs> in terms of it yeah um but yeah the Julian Assange thing is she calls him a hero and says that everyone benefited from WikiLeaks which is probably yeah. true um and she's just very outspoken on it she she goes to visit him yeah, they're like best friends. Like they're genuinely close. She That's visits him in Belmarsh. <laughs> they like hang out together, but like, what are they chatting about? Just the fact that he's like super bored. He's a good man. He's an incredible person. I love him. I can't imagine what he's been going through. And then she, 2019 October, she announced she's going to travel to Australia to challenge the Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison to stand up for Assange. Why would you fly to Australia? Like, why? What was the thinking behind She's also <laughs> asked Donald Trump to pardon him. <laughs> like, would you please do it? It didn't work. Um, no. Because, he, no, he has, he has not been pardoned as of yet. And it seemed, out of everyone who would pardon him, probably not Donald Trump. She asked him on the 18th of January, 2021. <sighs> it, it, Did is, she actually? Is it just, yeah. Is it just me or was he... He wasn't. He wasn't president anymore. Yeah, because it was he the sixth he was inaugurated and the riot happened. He wasn't. That's very bizarre. Did she not get a message? Well, <laughs> Did she miss it? <laughs> because I think another very bizarre thing about Pamela Anderson, and it shouldn't be, she's not American. Yeah, she's Canadian. Does she not scream like the most American woman yeah. like ever? <laughs> yeah. She's not American at all. <laughs> she's so bizarre to me. Like, she, And not even that she moved at like an early age. She was just living in Canada, which yeah. is really fine. Can I briefly talk about her marriage to Kid Rock? <laughs> yeah. I think it's her second marriage and I'm only bringing it up for one reason because to be honest there's not really that much to comment on with Kid Rock um, the reason I'm bringing it up is that there is some speculation and I did no more research on this because I don't think I can find it there's some speculation so Pamela Anderson was in Borat um, that potentially this divorce between Kid Rock and Pamela Anderson was because he was like outraged during a screening of Borat. <laughs> and there was no more information on that. Um, no, Sasha Baron Cohen's talked about it. <gasps> What's he said? He's corroborated it and said that um, there was a rumour <gasps> that they broke up because he didn't like her being in Borat. Yeah. And then he was like, and then three months later, they were they were broken up. So I guess, I guess he didn't like Borat. <laughs> he also he sounds like an idiot i like, need to know what he didn't like specifically yeah. about Bora. was it just like who she was protect is it because like in the thing because it's meant to be like a documentary it seems like pamela anderson doesn't know what's happening and she's mm. like oh my god did he not like that i don't know what he specifically would have an issue with and i want to know but I'll, tell me more about kid rock kid rock so they were engaged for a bit and then they broke it off but then they got back in 2006 and actually got married. Um, and then this is a sad thing. So I kind of wish it was freaking Bora that broke them up. Though she, they think that she got married because she was pregnant. Yeah. And then in November she revealed she'd had a miscarriage. And then Kid Rock's like, no, she lied about that. For for what reason? What? And she files for divorce from him like a couple of days later. So it could have been both things, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm gonna say. I want to say it's both. I want to say that maybe like the Borat situation was a turning moment. 
it would show someone's true character yeah. in a fairly if you're doing that in public and you're like i cannot be with this person yeah. anymore no, uh, well no, no. yeah i think you would think like at my screening for my film yeah you're having you're publicly outraged whatever that means for whatever reason yeah um yeah, I would be embarrassed for one. It's embarrassing. Yeah, because it's like, it's her career. Yeah. And also, like, at this point, if, I mean, I can't remember what year Borat comes out. And it's not like her de- career's on the decline, because it's not. Mm. But she's not getting, like, movies like she used to no. get at that point. Um, like, after Baywatch, she starts getting, like, quite a few roles. But then I think by the time we're in the early 2000s, she's mainly known for her look rather yeah. than her acting. Because yeah. I don't know her for acting at no. all. Me neither. I don't. Re- I just know her for being Pamela Anderson. Yeah. And honestly, up until now, I hadn't really thought about the fact that she was acting on Baywatch. <laughs> me, me neither. Yeah, and obviously she was, but like. <laughs> um, can we talk about her books? Because this was. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know she did it. So she's written um, two novels, a novel series, um, which is like a fictionalized account of her life. No way. One's called Star, and then yeah. the second one's called Starstruck because the main character's called Star. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she wrote them. She co-wrote them with someone. Well, at um, least she's saying co-written instead of claiming yeah. she wrote it, and then we find out years later it was a ghostwriter. Zoella. <laughs> yeah. <Is that> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but my favorite book that she has co-authored is called Lust for Love, <gasps> written by Pam and the Rabbi Shumli Boteach. What? And I just want to read to you the blurb on Amazon because okay. they also apparently did a whole like promotional TED talky. Is this the person that she does the anti-porn stuff with? This is the anti-porn book. Oh, okay. So because this is like, you might think that she just kind of spoke about being anti-porn. They like spoke at Oxford about it, I think. Yes, they it's had crazy. a talk at Oxford. Yeah. So th- this is how it, the blurb opens. Sex is dying in America. Inundated with sex and starved for it, obsessed with it yet clueless about it, we are slowly forgetting how to make love. The crisis of modern sexuality is seen in the high divorce rates, in the degradation of sexuality through pornography, and tasteless displays of empty, counterfeit erotica. Most of all, it's seen in sex, in sexless marriages and platonic relationships where cybersex has become more addictive than the real thing. Sex has become so trivialized, coarsened, and vulgarized that couples no longer feel its pull. The once powerful and irresistible magnetism of sex is being diluted and drained. The authors propose replacing the 1960s sexual revolution with a new sensual revolution, a rediscovery of intimacy that encourages and ennobles human relationships, elevates healthy lust, and gets us from looking up from the glowing screens of our smartphones to the people around us, most especially the people we love the most. Lust for love embraces the idea that what our most important relationships need most is lust. It's necessary to rediscover what's sexy again, how to bring back romance, and to understand that in in addition to love, we need lust to repair our unfulfilling sex lives and broken relationships. I mean, I've not read the book, but I can't see that lust is a long-term solution. (laughs) I don't think that's... I feel like, you know, if you're going to be married to someone for 50 years, are you going to feel lust throughout those 50 years? And if you do... Well Amazing. done. Yeah. But like throughout the whole of those 50 years, lust? That's the secret. Wow, I, I never knew. Lust? So you might be working a full-time job, come back for your second shift because your husband doesn't think that it's his responsibility to clean up. Yeah. You have to clean up after him yeah. like another child. And you're like, oh, lust. Lust, lust will fix this. The thing is, she almost has a point, though, because when I was reading yeah. this stuff on por- uh, pornography, it does seem kind of similar to what some people are saying now of, like, because of pornography, the way we view sex with actual people mm. is kind of warped. So yeah. I know that a lot of people talk about, like, especially in the way that men might treat women yeah. um, is unrealistic mm. because they that's all they've seen up until yeah. this point so she has somewhat of a point of being like in a relationship yeah you should be focusing more on lust and not focusing on like just you know, i don't know what Your porn screen? shows you i don't yeah. know but like there's semi a point there <laughs> but the conclusion of it yeah it's strange and bizarre and i don't know that Pamela Anderson has the authority to have a book on that. Like, I feel like surely there are professionals. And I don't yeah. know much about this character she's written it with, but 
I feel like there's professionals who literally do that for a living, like professors and stuff. Yeah. Because is, is this rabbi like a sex rabbi? I don't like, know. Like, I'd love just... to know. I feel, but I, I didn't see anything specifically on him. Per no. Them? Who I think it? it's a him. I'd say him, but feels bad to assume. Yes, we're not going <laughs> to. No well, assumptions. If you've got anything else before we go on to Tommy. I'm just gonna see because there's some little like little I'll do a quick fire round yeah, of her fire round. activism because oh yeah um, talk us through it it's very funny so long um, so good thing mm-hmm. 2005 she became a spokesperson for Max Cosmetics Max AIDS Fund Woo. um became the official spokesperson so she did like a big tour with that fine 2009 she writes an open letter to Barack Obama urging him to legalize cannabis. She... Which, which comes out of nowhere. Like, I couldn't see any other information of her really talking about that. <laughs> no! But fair, agree. <laughs> she also supports the Gilets Jaunes, the yellow vests, when they started to protest in France a couple of years ago against, uh, I think it was the increasing price yeah. of fuel. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and then she appeared as a supporter on election posters of the German DIEM 25 campaign in the run-up to the 2019 European elections. Oh, my God. So I think she lives in France. No. I think she's got like a finger in all the pies. It seems like it. Activision isn't like limited to one place or yeah. one thing. It's like it's every everything. available place yeah. thing. I will have an opinion <laughs> on it, and I will share that opinion. And some things it's great. Yeah. And some things I think we could live without your opinion, Pam. Yeah, I think the particularly things on like women at the moment. It's not. Yeah. It's not the best thing. Um, but her. Again, like kind of like Kid Rock, the relationships that made me laugh. Yeah. Um, because when you she's Google her, they will tell you she's been married and divorced six times now. Like that is yeah. just the figure. Um, Which there's nothing wrong with. She no. Been married and divorced six times. Like. <laughs> she dates this model called Marcus Schreckenberg, um, and I just love that they got together after she saw him rescue a bird from a toilet oh, in Monaco. <laughs> But also, I do want to dwell for one second. She's been married six times, but she literally has a book on how lust is going to Soul revolutionize marriages. Yeah. Well, it can't be that successful, can it? And some of those marriages, marriages most recently, one of them lasted for 12 days. <laughs> Too much lust, maybe? <laughs> yeah, so she marries John Peters in January 2020, 12 days later with a breakup. Oh, God. January 2021, she, out of the blue, is like, I married my bodyguard. Don't even worry about it. Oh my god! And then, literally last week, the twentieth of January this year, they they they're divorced. Um, so that's <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm trying to think of what. Just her Instagram, up until very recently, is a treasure trove of inspirational quotes. She writes poetry on there and posts them. And my favorite piece of poetry she wrote was when she was dating this footballer. And she accused him of cheating and in a breakup post wrote this poem about how he used to be like, oh, those men that keep their women down the street from their wives and they're monsters. You're actually the monster because you were doing this to me the whole time. And it was like, it's so, it's so wild. And then my final little bit of her relationships, 2007, she marries a man called Rick Salomon. Okay. Uh, who is the man who sold Paris Hilton's sex tape? <gasps> wow! Like what? Like <sighs> what a crossover! Crossover between worlds. Crossover, and especially because of what we're about to talk about. Yes, seems very bizarre that she was okay with being. She was. She marries him. The wedding sounds bonkers because the ceremony ceremony took place at the Mirage Hotel, which I'm assuming is Las Vegas, in between two of Anderson's magic shows at Planet Hollywood. What? During an hour and a half break. Her magician partner, Han Clock, attended the wedding, as did Spider-Man actor Toby Maguire. However <laughs> Why is Toby Maguire there? I don't know. However, just two months after the wedding, Anderson and Salomon separated. And then in 2008, she uh, requested an annulment of the marriage, citing fraud, which was granted. Then in 2013, she goes on fucking Ellen and says that she remained friends with benefits with him after their annulment. January 2014, she announces that she secretly remarried him. Six months later, she's filing for a divorce again. But then a month after that, she's asking for a dismissal of the request because they've reconciled. And then she files again in 2015 and they finally divorce. Oh the man God. who sold Paris Hilton's sex tape was 
I don't know the one that got away. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Pamela Anderson. I know of all the people. Well, this is the thing. Pamela Anderson, stunning, stunning, stunning woman. Like yeah. known for it. Some of the weirdest looking men. Oh, yeah. And she's been married to. They're all a bit toenail looking. Before we go into Tommy Lee, I do want to like just preface this with look at pictures of her and Tom, Tommy Lee. Maybe watch the show. I don't know. Um, tell me that that's not what Megan Fox and Machine Gun mm-hmm. Kelly are trying to do. Absolutely. When I was listening, because I listened to a podcast that I'll link um, about this time yeah. and the sex tape, that the stuff that they were doing, they were so off it and all of that group was so like out of it all the time. I was like, this is what Machine Gun Kelly yeah. and Megan Fox are trying to do now. They're trying to bring that back because they think they're fucking Pam and Tommy. Well, it says... She said when they first met, he went up to her, grabbed her, and licked her in the face. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, that sounds like something that I could hear about Machine Gun Kelly like yep. tomorrow. That he just like went up to Megan Fox and licked her face. It's also quite um, Sylvie Plath and Ted Hughes. I think she went up to him and bit him in the cheek. It's weird. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that to people. Basically, Tommy Lee is a drummer from Motley Crue. Yeah. Um, and he was married to Pamela Anderson, famously after only knowing each other for four days. I think they met, then yeah. were like, let's go on holiday. It's, and it was four days into this holiday that they got married. Exactly. So it's not that it's not actually four days, because I think they meet like months before yeah. it. Don't see each other again. She goes somewhere to work, yeah. gets there. He's there. <laughs> um, and then four days after yeah. that, marriage. Um, I also feel this marriage influenced Trisha Paytas' second wedding. Well, now you're saying it, it makes so much bloody sense. All the weird shit she's doing, it's like, why are you doing this? Because she thinks she's Pam Anderson. Yeah, fully does. Um, and yeah, it's a beach wedding. She's in a bikini, white bikini. He's wearing khaki cutoffs, <laughs> which cause for divorce, <laughs> uh, but very very of the time, I guess. Um, Does that mean that they you you pull them away, like the bottom half? No, no. I think it just means that they're like shorts, shorts. basically, but oh, longer right. shorts. But I wish that he turned up <laughs> in full length trousers and then like unzipped the bottom bit. <laughs> uh, and then right after they were pronounced husband and wife, he throws her in the water. Romance. <laughs> uh, but I think it was all good. Like to be honest, for people who get married after knowing each other for four days. It starts okay. Yes. Like, I mean, it's a mess. It's chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's not... I've seen... Like, it lasted for a while. Yeah. It lasted longer than I think anyone could have said. And they even have two sons from it. They do. And one of them is born a year to the day after me. No, before me. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> after you? Wait, but they, they are similar to our age. I would like to see, like, what do they look like? Yeah. Are they all Pamela or are they all Tommy? <laughs> really want to see but um i think we talk about the sex tape yes so very innocently when they're on their honeymoon they are so the fifth day fifth day fifth day <laughs> on the honeymoon in the same place <laughs> they've been um they're just you know living as newly married couple yeah and they decide to film some stuff just for them just yes. to like you know look back on i guess memories um there's no issue with that i think that i think it was a 60 minute video but i think it was maybe from what i could tell it's not just one like sex scene it was like various like times of them together yeah i think it was really boring like part of it was just like tommy playing the guitar and i'm just lying about like so it might have just been a 60 minute basically yeah like you have a certain amount of time to film on those little camera tapes Mm -hmm. Probably that's it was all on one camera tape. We yeah. just filmed random parts of yeah. it. <laughs> so we clicked, like it wasn't meant to be distributed in any way. No. And the way we truly know this is it was stored in a safe that no one knew it was in that safe mm-hmm. with Tommy's guns <laughs> and Pamela's jewelry. Yeah. Um, so it clearly was like the one thing that they didn't want stolen mm-hmm. was because like guns and jewelry, sex. It's locked away. It's not just left out there. Yeah. Clearly, they don't want anyone getting their hands on this. So all this whole thing starts when they have an electrician called Rand. Rand Galthier. 
potentially. <laughs> Gauthier? Gauthier? Um, he was working on their site. Don't know what happened, but Tommy fires him. Yeah, it's very strange yeah. that... But maybe he was snooping. I don't know. So Tommy fires him, but there's also something like they refuse to pay Rand $20,000 or something. I right. don't really know. It seems wrong, but who knows? Rand goes back to get his tools mm-hmm. rather innocently. And Tommy, being Tommy Lee, I guess, got a shotgun out and starts yelling at him. Like, I guess, like, get off the property. Yeah. Um, Rand shotgun from the safe. I, I think just a spare. Just one he's got. Well, that's hand. good. That's handy, um, isn't it? <laughs> Rand, at this point, is really pissed off. So mm. not at the point when he's fired. He's just pissed off now. Yeah. And seeing that he has just been threatened with a gun, thinks it's appropriate to return to the house <laughs> later on, 3 a.m., and steal this big old safe he's seen. How does he do it? That's what... No idea. The logistics of moving... Big. The whole point of a safe is that it doesn't move. <laughs> it's yeah. really difficult to be stolen and broken into. I have like. no idea. Um, it's the one thing that I would love the TV show to really reveal. Yeah. How did he move this big old safe? Although I think apparently Seth Rogen plays the disgruntled electrician yeah. and they give him too much of a backstory. No, <laughs> <So>. no. <laughs> um, so yeah, steals this. Purely for, like, selling the stuff in it, mm. I guess. Not thinking it's going to have some, like, psychological damage on this couple. <laughs> they open it up. Yeah. What's this? What have we found? Little tape. And on the tape they find a sex tape. Well, it's just a sex tape, isn't yeah. it? Um, <laughs> no way to beat around the bush. And then instead of being, like, a normal person and just hanging on to that, Rand is, I guess, still angry about the fact that he was threatened with a gun mm. and potentially hasn't received payments that he deserved. And is like, I'm a sell it. Mm. Um, which don't don't do that. No, it's called revenge porn yeah. now, and we've discussed this before in our Paris Hilton episode and our Kardashians episode. Don't do it. Don't do it. Not it's at not, all. It's not good. And I feel like people like to speculate on, especially in the Paris Hilton and Kim Kardashian sex tapes. Because it's like, like oh, they wanted to get it released, like, and all the rumors of like Kim, uh, Chris putting Kim's out there. No. Yeah. You can't have that excuse at all. Like there was no <laughs> excuse for, and there's no excuse for Kim's and Paris's. But like, this literally could have mm. not been more locked away. Yeah. <laughs> and so the way people like to view it now is like this revolutionary sex tape because mm. it like changed things yeah like changed the, the game big leaked sex tape out there yeah but did we need that no 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 because it made people think that that was a reasonable thing to do in future and to look for yeah and there was a market for it because i think it changed like when it was rented out and stuff it was like people demanded it more because obviously this was the time before the internet as well like it was well, the 90s this was, like, this was like the first time that the internet was used to distribute this sort of oh thing my God. so that's why it is quite like revolution i mean it's horrible yeah. but they were like we need to get it out there we don't really know how to and the internet was like one of the ways mm. that they were able to do it and it's something like in the settlement in the end um because obviously uh pam and tom they're like you know suing they're so boring when you call them know, Pam, Pam and Tom, and Tom. <laughs> they're like suing and the settlement I think it's private settlement so we don't know too much about it they do get money in it mm-hmm. but I think they're told and I can't find where I've written this so I really hope I've not just made this up from my memory um, that like I think you assume the settlement is that the tape will no longer be out there mm. but it was just put behind like a paywall I think. Yeah. so you could still pay to access it or like you had to yeah. get a subscription so there's like they really achieved nothing like no. they got a settlement but then they, the tape's still out there Yeah. and I think that's the problem with sex tapes now as well mm. as much as like basically once it's out there it's out there because like even then once someone's seen it they could like record it mm. and spread it even more once you've had that thing leaked there's no getting it back. And especially now, like, once something like that's been leaked, mm. you can ask them to take it down. We can't take it down from the whole internet. No. It's not possible. It will be floating around there somewhere because somebody has 
saved it. And it's also scary story. that so many people don't realise that like their like intimate photos or videos yeah. are out there and they have no idea. Yeah. Like they just don't know. You don't know where they're ended up. No. No. It's it is really scary. I didn't know about this until I was reading it that apparently there was another tape before the Tommy tape with Pamela Anderson yeah. and musician Brett Michaels from Poison. And then again, that was just whacked on the internet, but abridged and um, frames of the video first appeared in Penthouse. So well done, Penthouse, for your incredible reporting as always. Um, If if Playboy is the worst, then Penthouse is the worst of the worst because, oh my goodness. (laughs) And also there is like a... I feel like a lot of people have been like, well, it was two feet, you know, two people were involved in it. Like Pamela Anderson didn't get the worst of it. Tommy Lee also had it as well. But when they upload the video, mm. it's like Pam's sex tape, Pamela's sex tape. Yeah. These are all the words they're using. Tommy Lee's never mentioned. No. Like it's always Pam, Pamela Anderson's sex tape. Yeah. No one, like the thing is, we all have such a big image of Pamela Anderson and who she is. Did it, I wouldn't know Tommy Lee if it wasn't for this. No. It's not even the main singer of Molly Crew. <laughs> He's the drummer. (laughs) We wouldn't know Tommy Lee. And it's rough for both of them that it impacted the rest of her career. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if it... I don't know how it impacted his career, but I think, like, people looked at him and they were like, oh, yeah, good for him. Yeah. And they looked at Pamela Anderson and they were like, you've basically been degraded. Yeah, in front of everybody. Yeah. Because the whole of your career now, we're going to view you as, like, a sex object and we won't... We're not going to try and let you change from that. Yeah, at move all. past it because now you've confirmed it. Because why would you want to? If you didn't want people to see it, why did you film it? That's always yeah, the like because they well, they clearly didn't want anyone to see it. They had it locked in a safe. Yeah. it was for them. And this is what I don't really understand why she has such a stance on me too. Because yeah, I know I know they had a settlement, and I know it's the same Paris Hilton thing that she ended up having like some of the rights, so she was getting some of the money to recoup yeah. that after it had been kind of like forced out of her hand but you just think but can you not see that what you did what happened yeah, to you was really yeah. violating and that everyone you know they were trying they you were a sex symbol but you were actually caught having sex yeah. so that was the you know you were the worst thing in the world like yeah. you were you know you weren't the fantasy anymore but yeah, you were you yeah, were a different fantasy like, you were like i get for a like when you objectify someone i guess a lot of the fantasy is like not knowing and like yeah. oh well we've never seen them have sex but like and we have this big image of what they what it would be like yeah um and then when they're actually having sex it's like oh well that's gone now yeah you've degraded you it's a whole like virgin whore thing like absolutely it's ridiculous um but yeah they've when they get so it doesn't end well no. for Tom, no. tommy and pamela um so they have two sons but then He's arrested for spouse abuse for assaulting her. It's so messed up. Like, this thing... Like, spouse abuse is bad anyway, obviously. Yeah. I uh, don't know if you know. Uh, but <laughs> it seems that it came from the fact that he didn't like he wasn't getting attention. Mm. Which is so disgusting. And publicly admitted this. So she had given birth to the two children. And he said when Dylan was born, which I think is the newborn, the second one... I dropped down to number three. Like, can you and he said that publicly. Oh my god! So he was like, "Oh no, I'm third now. So you don't love me as much." And then he attacks her while she's holding the oh seven-week-old Dylan. So a baby, he attacks oh. her because he's not getting enough attention. Oh, that's awful. I know. And then like, there's all this stuff because he wrote a book. And I think he's talked about it quite publicly where he was like, yeah, I just was really confused that she actually went through and pressed charges. Oh my God. And she was like, I guess she was like thinking like that she had to protect the children. I was like, yeah, she bloody was. You attacked her while she was holding a child. Like, of course she thought she had to protect the children. Mm. Like, it's so strange to me that he didn't think, like that it never clicked. He was like, yeah, it's so weird that she went through with that. It's really mad. I know they were doing like a lot. Of, he was doing a lot of drugs well, at this apparently point. Apparently, she contracted hepatitis C, sharing a tattoo needle with him. Oh, it's so gross. And then joked about it, like, and on an interview or something, and was like, "Yeah, well, I'll probably die in like ten to fifteen years." But people took that seriously, and it got spread like Pamela Anderson dying of hepatitis oh C. Oh my god! Um, so just so everyone knows, she is clear of hepatitis C <laughs> as of now. Um, he hasn't killed her. 
but yeah, don't share. No. Don't share needles. All sort of things can be spread. Please don't do that. No. Um, do you want to talk a bit about the TV show? Do you, or do you have? I don't have anything. Really? Well, okay. Do you have? It? I think what I mean is, do you have anything else to say on Tommy Lee? No. So it's TV show. Yes. It comes out next week. Um, it's just essentially telling the story of the sex tape getting leaked, but um, there's all sorts of stuff about Pamela Anderson not being super happy about it. Mm. Tommy has. Neither of them were involved in the filming, which yeah. is a little bit like suspicious. When someone's alive and something's been made about yeah. them and they're not involved, kind of weird. Bad vibes. Um, Tommy seemed somewhat on, vo- on board and was like, yeah, I kind of like what they're doing, but then did say the story's actually cool, but what happened wasn't. Mm. So there is some sort of like, what you're watching is going to be cool, Dragging but just it remember again. it was like our yeah. life. Um, Lily James, who's playing Pamela Anderson, had reached out to Pamela Anderson apparently quite a lot and mm. was like I kind of wanted to be in touch with her before filming don't think that was able to happen no they did want her to help maybe she didn't want to which again yeah um and then so there's two sources we have to tell us that Pamela Anderson didn't want to be on this one is an unnamed source okay. and one is Courtney, <laughs> Courtney Love who apparently is like besties with Pamela Anderson because she tweeted and accused the show of being of exploiting a discussion disgusting invasion of privacy that destroyed my friend Pamela's life. Um, so she was not happy about it and I guess maybe would know that Pamela wouldn't mm. be happy about it. But then the other source had said um, the whole thing was extremely traumatic for Pamela. It was one of the most difficult experiences of her life. To have dredged it up for a TV show is pathetic. She won't, mm. she won't want to be reminded about it. Obviously we haven't heard from her at yeah. all. Yeah. But she maybe doesn't want to talk about it. And I kind of understand, like, mm. as much as this show does seem to... It does look good, and yeah. it seems to be addressing... Lily James like, looks like a friggin' Barbie doll. I, I don't know what I, they've done differently to her, I don't know, but it, she it looks, looks like so Pamela. good. She looks great. Um, and I do think the stance of the TV show is like, this is bad, Yeah, which you would hope it would be. Yeah. Um, and it's done by people who made I, Tonya as well, so I think, oh, like, yeah. it, it, it should be good. But at the same time, how weird would it be mm. to experience this very traumatic event and like 20 years later, you yeah. just have to watch it unfold again? On and even though you? you say, I don't want, I don't like it, I don't want to be a part of it, they're like, eh, it's fine, we'll, still, we'll do it without you. Because the thing is, if she gets interviewed now for anything, people are yeah. going to be like, well, what do you think about Pam and, Pam and Tommy? Like, did you like that show? Like, she won't yeah. be able to just ignore it. No. Well, I think she's, that's part of the reason, because when I was researching yesterday, so the 27th of January, it was um she'd gone off instagram she'd she's got rid of her instagram now it was like oh a, she posted her final instagram post so which i may like i was thinking she was maybe preempting all the attention that she maybe. might have got maybe not maybe she was like tired of it and sick of it and the whatever thing is, I but i do think people are gonna watch it and she's gonna have kind of like a like reclaiming a, yeah i do yeah. think people it will it kind of will be good that people will probably look at pamela anderson and mm. be like do you know what this is horrible like yeah. what a horrible thing to have happened to you and she'll probably get very good attention from it but at the end of the day she doesn't want that and she doesn't yeah. want to be reminded of it and maybe she's angry as well she's like yeah. i've been through hell for years yeah and people were sick and just made jokes about it mm. i don't really want to have you now all being like oh, you're incredible like sorry about that yeah I get it. I mean, I'd love to know what she actually thinks from her. Yeah. And I do think that this TV show could do something good. But then there, there is a really good article I read as well that I can't, I'm going to link it below. I think it was a Vogue one. And it was like, I they essentially were like, I think it's a really bad idea what they're mm. doing. Like, I think it's a bad idea for a show. So I'm going to link that below because I thought that was interesting. Because off the bat, I just thought it looked like a really good TV show. Yeah. And I didn't know that there was any issue with it until I read the comments but i guess it'd be similar if we were like watching in 10 years time them doing a tv show on kim kardashian sex tape being leaked or paris mm. like i think they would probably feel similar of like yeah as much as they can address it and have a bit of a joke about it yeah. now it's different when a traumatic moment of your life is being played dramatically out. played out outside of your consent as well yeah. like so that's and i think one of the know. issues was that everyone was just going on to praise how um Lily James looked in it and they were yeah. like oh, she looked so like Pamela Anderson yeah. she looked so good and I think they were kind of worried that 
it would turn out to be like everyone focusing on how good it looked mm. and everything and not really focusing on the issue, even though it does look like they are. So I'd be interested to hear other people's thoughts on that. Yeah. Because I honestly don't know how I feel because I do think the show looks really good, but I don't want to disrespect someone's wishes if yeah. it's not what they want. Difficult one, guys. What do you think? Yeah, let us know. And let us know if you want us to watch it, if we can. Yes, yeah. If we, yeah. And do an episode, do like a recapping Thing, pod on it. Malarkey discussion uh, or let us know if you think we should not watch it at all yeah uh, it's really a difficult one and I don't really know what to do yeah feeling very conflicted but also about I it. feel like it was good to look at Pamela Anderson because I did think it would be a similar situation to like when we've looked at these types of like sex symbol women in the past mm. aka like Marilyn Monroe and it's like you feel such such sympathy for them and I did in this scenario but she also makes it quite hard to be sympathetic with her a lot of the yeah. time as well. So it's it's really difficult. I do think she's quite complex. I do feel terrible for her. And then she'll just do something. And I'm like, how do you believe that? Like, yes. how do you yeah. have that belief? You're so open-minded and caring about so much stuff. Yeah. And then and you yet. have this bizarre belief. Yeah. Interesting. It doesn't match up. No, I'd love to hear other people's views on Pamela Anderson. What Absolutely. Do you think? What was your view of her beforehand? Did you view her as just a sex symbol? Or did you watch Baywatch? Who knows? <laughs> did you watch her in any one of the reality TV shows she was on? Because honestly, <laughs> support that. I'm surprised we don't remember her from any of those shows. I know. Besides Baywatch. Yeah. I mean, she, Big Brother, like, whoever's <laughs> yeah. like, paid her so much money. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I'm done. Are you done, Holly? I'm done. Well, thank you again for listening, guys. Check out our social media. Woo! Maybe give our Patreon a look if you've got a bit of extra change. <laughs>